You're listening to The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. In every episode, we will discuss the topics and trends, the issues and ideas, the challenges and opportunities facing senior business leaders today. This series is one more way we want to engage with our network of industry executives. Thanks for joining us. Hello again, everyone. You're joining us for another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. My name is Jeff Mix. I'm head of content and research. My guest today is Sarah Jane Balaki of TraceGains. We're going to be having a conversation about how AI and intelligent automation is changing the game for food safety and quality professionals. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Sarah Jane, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Sarah Jane, I feel like AI is really having a moment. And I think one of the things that intrigues me is that food safety and quality professionals so often get these digital transformation tools a little later than everyone else, but AI is coming online for them sort of all at once, and it's very exciting, but I imagine there's a lot of questions being asked. Uh, What are people coming to you with? I think the misnomer here is that it's just coming online, and we've been using OCR for as long as we've been in existence. Uh, OCR technology actually came out in the 1970s, uh, it's kind of monopolized in the, the banking, the currency realm, but has been used by Trace Gains for scanning of certificates of analysis for as long as I can remember. So we use the OCR technology, which is AI, to scan COAs instead of having somebody manually reading a certificate of analysis on the receiving dock and comparing it to a specification. We map the COA, a sample COA, so that when a supplier emails it in, it is just automatically scanned and food safety and quality professionals are notified when there is an issue with that product or with that COA. So it's not so much that this is a a new product that has come to market. It has always been here, but it sort of fits into some of the digital transformation schemes that some companies may be embracing now. Exactly. So there's a big push, I think, from executive leadership, and that's what I'm hearing, is that how how can we use AI? How can we get in front of, you know, what's new? How do we get more predictive instead of reactive? How do we get ahead of all of these things? And it's really using some of these tools that have been in existence for a long time, just actually utilizing them in these big ships, these large companies. I can actually see that being a real asset to FSQ professionals who get to pitch this to uh, some of the senior leadership. It's it's branded in a way that sounds very exciting, but it's actually a tried, tested, and true technology. Exactly. It is something that has been around. We know how to use it. We know how to utilize it. I think where we're going is really the generative AI and adding more into how people are using AI. So not just OCR, which obviously has been around for a long time, but I think the spotlight should be on you know, what's next. We have AI that you can use day to day, but how else can we use it in the business? And when we're talking about what's next, we're talking about um, supplier and, and product compliance. Is that sort of the space that we're, we're looking at? Yeah. So making it easier for our suppliers. One of the reasons that I love Trace Gains and why I came to them is the network. And this supplier network, the concept is making it easier for suppliers to provide documentation. And we're using AI to take a allergen form or a country of origin form. And when the supplier uploads their standard form, we're mapping it to our standard form so that the data can be used. So instead of having this PDF that sits out there that I somebody would have to go open to get the information off of, we're able to extract that data that's usable for our manufacturers. I can see that being a huge time saver and also freeing up a lot of people to do more valuable work. I mean, I don't think anyone went to school to copy and paste across from one PDF to another. 
yes, document control or, you know, verifying spreadsheets and those type of things. I don't think it's anybody's favorite job. You have to be a special kind to do that. <laughs> okay. Um, so when we talk about adding the generative AI piece to an existing technology and, and what comes next, what are some of the maybe stretch goals that Trace Gains is hoping to bring to its clients? I mean, I wish I had my product team here to talk to it, but we do have a whole roadmap and how we can include AI as we progress as a company and just really how can we make it easier for food safety and quality professionals to do their jobs and how do we make it easier for the suppliers who you know maybe they supply sugar or maybe they supply a spice and you know they don't have the the bandwidth of a large company to provide all of these documents how do we make it easier on them and that's where we're really leaning into AI to make it easier on our suppliers so that the manufacturers get what they need. I wonder if we could talk a little bit about inventory control and eliminating waste, because I can see that being a, a huge advantage of this tool. Yeah. So, I mean, imagine you're on the receiving dock and you get a product that is, you know, you're just receiving the truck is when you're seeing the certificate of analysis and you're realizing that the data manufacturer on the product is only three months out. So you have a choice, right? This receiver has a choice at this point. Do I want to receive this product that only has a three-month shelf life that I hope I'll use this whole truckload of starch or whatever it is? Or do I get on the on the other side if I'm using trace gains and I get an emailed COA that gets flagged to me because the data manufacturer is within the last six months and I want it to be longer than that, then I can decide before that product gets to my dock whether or not I want to receive that product. So in getting ahead of the receiver seeing the certificate of analysis by having the computer read it and look for those metrics. Maybe it is the data manufacturer. I don't want to get short date coded things. I reduce waste in the sense that I can decide, yes, I'll use that product in the next three months or no, don't ship me that product because I'm not going to be able to use a full truckload of X uh, or you're going to charge me less because I might not use it all. Right? It helps to open up conversation with your suppliers. So the certificate of analysis, looking at the data manufacturer, um, and catching that before it's at your dock can help immensely with, with ROI, with looking at um, reducing waste in the plant. I, I'm so glad you mentioned ROI because I think that is a great example of uh, what a way to illustrate, hey, this tool may have an upfront investment, but you know, on a daily basis, we're going to be eliminating problems that you know, would just be waste otherwise. Yeah, and it helps with those supplier conversations. So my supplier is already in the network because they're providing my documentation there. Then they email their COA and it comes to us. Well, let's say I have a nonconformance or a product that's out of spec. You know, I got something that's too high in ash, right? Flour that's too high in ash or some, some issue that's going to affect my production. Um, I can decide whether or not to take it or I can receive it and then if I do receive it and I want to put a nonconformance against the supplier, it helps with my risk assessment, helps with my vendor scorecarding, but it also helps with knowing when to follow up with things. So we have a whole corrective action piece that goes along with that supplier compliance piece that helps you to be able to track nonconformances. Uh, when I was in industry, the best example I can give is a really long-term nonconformance with a supplier that didn't get resolved. And as a result, we disposed of a lot of product because there was an appropriate follow through. With a tool like Trace Gains, you have it in front of you, you have the workflows built in to have reminders so things don't get lost. And you have that communication through the tool with your suppliers. So it's not just addressing risk, it's also uh, 
connecting into sort of a continuous improvement loop where, you know, you identify problems and you get a little better every time and you're flagging things further ahead of time and it just builds and builds and builds. Exactly. Getting away from those repeat non-conformances, right? We know we haven't solved the problem if we are continuing to see the same thing. So it's being able to use that data as well. So, and I appreciate there are a lot of uh, digital transformation tools out there. When people are talking about bringing this into their toolbox and, and making it part of their system, what are some good questions they should be asking in terms of uh, uh, do they need IT resources? How long is it going to take? Do I need to be particularly tech savvy in the beginning? Like, what do you say to some of those? Yeah, uh, I would say be wary of any company that promises you the world, right? Be be wary of yeah how much work it's going to take. We make our customers, I feel like, do a lot of the work so that they're sufficient when they get out of our implementation period. You have that that expert in your group that, that really learns the tool uh, and can train other people. We record a lot of the trainings. We provide amazing education tools for people. Uh, but when we're when we're looking, like for instance, when I was shopping for a tool as a director of food safety and quality, I was looking for something. Uh, what got me was the network, was the relationship I want to have with my suppliers is that it's easy for them to do this. And if it's, you know, a company offering to call your customers or your, call your suppliers for you and collect documentation, that's not the relationship that I want to have with my suppliers. I want it to be easy where somebody can upload a document and it goes to, you know, the at least in my case, I, you know, supply to the the same thing to these 18 people. I upload my GFSI cert once and it goes to all of those people. It's just making that relationship less strained, making it easier for the suppliers um, because of that effect of the network. And then that network carries into our other products, right? So like the supplier management and supplier compliance, I would say, are those core pieces. But then you add in something like formula management and you're Instead of manually transferring data, you have you know that one source of truth. So looking at the companies and not just for what you immediately need, but what are the you know phase approaches to this digitalization? I'm so interested, first of all, that you're saying it works with your existing supplier relationship. Hey, I don't want someone coming between me and my people. I want this to be a better tool for me and my people, me and my people. But I also appreciate you talking about it as a network of people who are all using this tool together. I wonder if we could talk a little bit about partnering with Trace Gains, what that ongoing relationship looks like. What are some of the day-to-day or, or long-term interactions that you're having with your partners? Yeah, so our, it's the network is free for our suppliers. So suppliers can go and post documents to share with our customers, our enterprise customers for free. And within the last I would say over a year now, there was this, the Gather platform that was launched, and that's also free. So I can go on to Gather, and I can create an account, and I can go and find documents that are visible, that are they're able to find. I can do so many downloads for free, and then as I accrue more documents, um, I pay for, you know, the number of documents that I'm getting. So we've made it really accessible to, for not just the the top 100, you know, not, not just the giant companies anymore. The startup can get in there and go and find a new supplier of root beer flavor or of a specification for that, you know, that starch that they need. So we've made it easier for everyone to interact in that way. And as I mentioned, it's free for suppliers. It's low cost for smaller companies. When you get into the enterprise side, you get a lot more support and you get a lot more with it but we're trying to make it something for everyone. 
And that's also something that's going to scale with use and need. I mean, if they're seeing value from it, the price point is going to match what they need to get from it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I think I shared the stat during my talk today, but we have over 3 million forms and documents on ingredients. And we have over 60,000 item locations. So lots and lots of suppliers are already on the network. One of the most powerful things I've seen that we can do is we take somebody's list of suppliers and we do a supplier exercise. So we take their list of suppliers and we see tell them how many are in the network. And when you are a baker and you come and you or a dairy or whatever it is, and you send me your list of 150 suppliers and you know 130 of them are already in the network, it's like instant compliance, right? You don't have to go live in your email anymore. You just go out and connect with those people on the network and get the documents that you need. Sarah Jane, we've covered a few things in this conversation. Are there a couple of things that you want to highlight for people to think about a little further? I think from my perspective is that phased approach, is that you may be looking for a supplier management tool right now, way to manage your suppliers. You know, starting with Gather is a great way to start, but I think keeping in mind the AI capabilities with the supplier compliance, right, that material lot compliance on the receiving dock, uh, not biting off too much, not bite off more than you can chew, starting with that digital transformation in phases. So we go supplier management and then supplier compliance, and then maybe you get to your plant floor and you do something with quality, or maybe audits are more important. Knowing that TreeScans has a whole host of tools for quality, but also for you know, R&D and regulatory from specification management to formula management. We can help with horizon scanning. Would I ever tell someone to start that all at once? No way. But if you operate in sprints, right, I'm going to start with this and I'm going to digitize everything here and I'm going to digitize the next. So any of this, never buy the whole suite at once, start in those phases. And I I think it is worth highlighting everybody's got their own particular pain point that maybe they want to look at first or maybe it makes logical sense to start at one end instead of the other. So for people who want to learn more and, and, you know, get in touch, what is the best way to reach you? Yeah, our website, thetreesgains.com, or if you want to set up your own Gather account, you can do gather.treesgains.com. It'll take you to where you can get into the system. And then if you want to connect with me personally, uh, I'm on LinkedIn. All right. Well, I really appreciate anyone who ever says, uh, you know, reach out to me through LinkedIn because I get to talk to you one-on-one, and I think probably (laughs) anyone who's watched all the way through, maybe they've got a question for you. So uh, if you've been enjoying this, please do check out those websites and perhaps reach out to Sarah Jane directly. Sarah Jane, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. You've been watching another episode of Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast Series. I've been Jeff Mix. Let's do it again soon. Mm -hmm.